Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? We're back. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin. We're old school. Brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop. Located 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Every type of meat and every type of cut. The Buffalo Bills went down to Kansas City Chiefs. I think it was way too much made about uh, Patrick Mahomes playing his first road game. That dude is... is that that guy probably gave more fuel. Probably got more focus. Less less distraction. Was it Deion Dawkins that said, let's see how he performs in front of you know a full Bills Mafia? Yeah. I don't think that was intended as bulletin board material. Like I think that's supposed to just hype up Buffalo fans, but you have to know how that's going to be taken. Right. Yeah. You have to know. I mean, I think look, it just gave him something else to kind of focus in on and, and stuff like that. But you, you should have known. First of all, the the Super Bowl is essentially a road game, right? So you already knew he was going to wreck. Now, granted, it was cold and so forth and so on, but to think that Patrick Mahomes was going to get on a plane, fly from. Uh, Kansas City to Buffalo and somehow forget how to play or or play play that bad with with a coach like Andy Reid was probably over overestimation of the home field advantage and underestimating one of the greatest quarterbacks essentially of this uh, generation for sure and probably going to go down as one of the better quarterbacks of all time. But where the Buffalo Bills are at right now, I think they're going to have to do a really good job as as uh, Austin had mentioned on the salary cap. Now that's going to have to not only be by the salary cap gurus, your GM, coach, and the people that make decisions, but also for the players. They're going to have to re- – and this is also something that could really tell you about the locker room as well, is that they're going to have to – I wouldn't say hometown discount, but also see a little bit of the force of the trees. Now, look, we're not saying come there and play for peanuts, but if you're going to try to shake down a team and be a part of a, a potentially a Super Bowl team in, in the next year or two – you know, you're going to have to look at it and how the Patriots have done it, how the Chiefs have done it. Um, you're going to have to get creative, but then also you're going to have to be humble, right? And on the flip side, if it did happen to be to where they were, were they had told Stefan Diggs that they were going to make a legit run at uh, DeAndre Hopkins and didn't, then you got to live up to your word uh, as an organization. 
as, as well. Uh, they have a lot of free agents. Some some potentially could get more in the open market. You're going to have to be okay and willing to lose some of those. But then the ones that you can bring back don't haggle over a hundred thousand dollars. As you know, you know, listen, that's is NFL money and salary cap to bring back a, a player that could play a role and provide depth for games like last night um, to potentially win. But they're they're going to have to really take a deep dive of where they're at, make some hard decisions. I think they're going to have to probably get rid of one of their veteran safeties, probably uh, Micah Hyde, probably more injury prone and not as effective. Um, and then go from there. They're going to have to get healthy. You need white to get healthy, continue to run the game. I like, I like what they, they've been. The, the, they were the best running team since uh, Joe Brady took over. So I like that. Um, they do need to restock at the receivers and find guys that can make some catches and 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 contest it. And they need, I think, they need a little bit more size, right? I know Gabe Davis is big, uh, but he went missing in action too much. I, I think you need a real. He real, doesn't play that big either, though. No, he does not. He plays. He's a big receiver. He does not play like Mike Evans. Mike Evans plays big, physical basketball receiver at six five. Gabe Davis doesn't. And as far as McDermott goes, you have to be very careful in this day and age of NFL, firing a winning coach that knows how to win. Now, I do think you have to weigh this, DP, and I want to ask you this. You win the first division championship four years ago. It's a great story. You win the second one, sure. Last year was expected. You did what you did. Lost again at home. This year, you win it, but you turned it on late, and you didn't play. And you actually played better football than the six and six record, mm-hmm. but this is probably the worst year in team that they've won it with. So I want to ask you this: Is this the? Because it's almost it's almost like, I guess Jerry Krause or whatever. Like, do you keep holding on, or do you face the risk of holding on to it a year or two longer, and then you're paying for it four years on the road? Austin, okay, and if you pull up. Nebraska football's record in 1992-93. Right. Right? That if you look at look at those teams and the, and the, and where the program was that you had success, mm-hmm. high level success. Mm-hmm. And if had you listened to the experts, air quotes, right? Right, right, sure. Who said that Tom Osborne would never win the big game. Yeah. What were those records? Okay, 1992, Nebraska went nine and three losses um, at number two, Washington, while ranked 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, loss at Iowa State, while ranked number seven, and then a loss to Florida State in the Orange Bowl. Okay, in 92, and then in 93, you're 11 and one with the only loss yet again, Florida State Orange Bowl. So you so, sound your, familiar. So for your reference, you'd probably be back in like the late eighties when they when they were really struggling. Right. Well yeah. Nebraska even, in the late eighties. Let me just go eighty seven okay. So Nebraska nineteen eighty seven, ten and two, six and one in conference. Nebraska eighty eight, um, eleven and two, seven and zero oh in conference, eighty nine, ten and two, six and one in conference. Yeah, Nebraska never really faced with Well, them, well but but, but this is the, the here's the conversation. At least right now. I mean like relative to winning the national title. Nebraska was in the same space that we're talking right. about now on the pro level. With Buffalo? Right. Yeah, that might be more along the line of Pittsburgh, right? probably, because Pittsburgh has been a champion. Buffalo's never been a champion. And the salary cap. To have it, stuff. whether it's the Bucks, the Colts, yeah. the Niners, 
Yeah, I mean, the it, Cowboys. It, in theory, is right, but I just <laughs> think in in the NFL, it's so hard. It's so hard because your window is not. It's not like when Bradshaw and those guys play. Like it, it's ever evolving, and these these athletes these days are way too emotional, um, and so they don't have. Like I wouldn't say the loyalty to the team, but the loyalty to the game. They're trying to get with it. They don't really. I mean, if you canvass, well, they're a lot in business of, now, right? If you canvass a lot of these guys, they don't really care about winning as much. So it's a little bit different than the comparable to college. Well, I think that, with the that, NFL, that's the nature versus nurture, right? But right, it, comfort allows you to choose nurture. Well, entitlement allow you to do it because you know. Well, you have to have right. in order to be entitled. You can't be right. entitled if you are without. But these guys are entitled because they're. A lot of guys, average guys, are being compensated like they're very good. Yeah, well, I mean that—that's the thing, right? right? If you remove, see, that's a part of this, the conversation that we that we don't talk about enough. We've removed the hunger for success right. at a at a base level. Like, yeah. think about again, and I go back to to your situation. You didn't expect to have the pro career that you did, even with the access that you had already had. Right. You knew this is work. Right. You accepted that this is work. Right. And you never once expected it given to you. Yeah, and that's just, and that's <laughs> I mean that starts you know back in college or even in high school. That's why a lot of the coaches will go and recruit from winning programs because generally coming from winning high school programs, you, listen, you're never going to work as hard as you do like working hard in high school is not even close to what you'll do in college, perfect. right? Perfect now, truth. Perfect no matter no, no matter what anybody perfect true stop it okay right. you just don't okay yep. and plus the competition isn't as thick but if you know what work is at the high school level mm -hmm. that means the work at the college level doesn't surprise you and you will not wilter you understand you will figure out a you, way to compete you understand and expect it now when you come in now you got so many programs where they can't overwork you because guys will get in the portal and be able to go to can make a lateral move guys can just leave you know the thing about the portal that's funny is you can you can make a lateral move mm -hmm. right so say you go from an eight and four team to a seven and five eight and fourteen mm. and just be the same player but don't you want that dude out of your program <laughs> like I mean, free agency in the yeah. nfl this depends i, I like knowing that the dude ain't he's, he's he's really not locked into our way of doing things right if you're a winning team Mm -hmm. And you got somebody who says, quite frankly, I'm just not moved by winning that way. Oh, oh sure. You, don't, right? I mean, you yeah. want that person. Oh, please tell me who you are. Yeah, but the, these guys, <laughs> the thing is about these these athletes these days, they are they are well coached on how to be look to make it look like they are. It takes a very keen eye to know the difference and there's not a lot of people walking the face of the earth that knows. So what's so of the four teams that are remaining in the NFL. Right. Who who have and again they're the only four mm -hmm. who this week can feel good about themselves. Right? Oh, you all you you right? practice everybody that lost just, <laughs> right? The steak is tasting just as right. great as it did last week. Right? That so, steak tonight when you up in Buffalo tastes like booty. Right? Like that the there are four teams that to this point can say they got it right. Mhm. Mm Two of them will, will vacate this week, and there will be two teams who travel to Vegas who can literally legitimately say everything that was on our mission board for the season has is been in front of us. Yeah, we can right, do it. Right. So everybody else, 30 teams and 90% of the, the football players 
It's actually 95 because 5%, another 5% comes from the two, the three teams that will lose again this season. <laughs> right? right? That mm. they will also have to go into the vault <laughs> and figure out, you know, stand in the mirror. And- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, what's the guy from SNL? I like myself. People like yeah. you. And you're like, you got to go through that. All right. That's everybody, though. Sure. If, if you can't work, you know the difference between you being starter Jay Foreman and special teams Jay Foreman. Oh, yeah. There's a big difference. There's a big difference in the. You this, know it. Yeah. Like a coach can tell you, hey, Jay, you should be a starter. Sure. And you got your friends telling you, you know that. Right? Yeah. That's they don't know what, these... what the, they, they, they don't know what the work is. It's it's different and and you always have to reevaluate reevaluate your roster and and this is what caught up to Philly. Philly mm-hmm. felt like we we have the most talented roster. Guys are still playing at a high level. We started out 10, 10 and 1. I guarantee you they they glossed over some of the weaknesses they had at 10 and 1. Caught them by surprise when they started to go on a three-game losing streak and never recovered because what? Entitlement, ego, and lack of concentration. It infiltrated that locker room along with losing your two coordinators. So the identity of their Philly program changed immensely. And so, you know, when you're thinking about Buffalo, I don't you want listen, they have a starting point that 66 percent let's just say, of the league does not have. Mm-hmm. And even more than that, mm-hmm. a legit franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. There's probably eight, right? Who's who's your list? Mahomes, well, Allen. I'm just, well, Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, uh, Lamar Joe Burrow. Um, It's a short Herbert list. Lawrence. Yes. No, no, no I haven't okay. seen that. CJ, not, not to uh, CJ. Uh, you could say it, but we've only seen it for one year. Potentially. Right. I mean, he's probably trending towards there. I like it. I'd say that I would, I wouldn't mind starting a franchise with CJ. Um, yeah, but, but, I could say the thing, same thing about Trevor Lawrence as well, but mm-hmm. like the long, I'm talking about guys that have done it consistently where, you know, in that case, you got four. Yeah, that's one out of every eighteen. Hey, right. So you're way ahead of everybody else. So that gives you like that's some scary reality, right? Is and that that, gi- that gives you a leg up on <laughs> at least twenty teams in the league, right? At the worst case scenario, eighteen teams in the league. So mm-hmm. just say there's another say CJ and 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 uh, Anthony Richardson. All those guys start to flourish. Yeah, yeah start to flourish <laughs> yeah, up there, right? That's, that's who I was thinking of. I, you know, I, and, and then you throw in the Kurt Cousins and all those guys, right? And and you know, say Justin Fields takes the uptick. So now you, you bring in some more guys into the conversation. So that's where Buffalo's in a better position. Where Buffalo has to do a really good job is they they can't they have to really they have to do a really good job of developing their draft choices, really evaluate draft and, and really get guys in their system that fit whatever they're doing defensively. 
because that's where they have to bargain shop and draft and develop better than they have before. Is this a, is, so? Then here's here's the real question for GM Foreman: Is this a, a an administration? Is this a leadership at the top in who you're choosing, or is this a get better within the ranks? I think it's a little bit right? of both. I think it's a little bit of both because you have to really you have to you have to address the Stefan Diggs issue. Number one, okay. that's number one. And then number two, I feel, I feel like it, uh, Elam that they drafted is decent, but he mm-hmm. got hurt, right? White, all pro, all uh, pro bowler, been hurt. And it's it was a freak injury. So you got to assume he's going to come back, and then you have to really address one of the safeties issues. You got to get another linebacker. You're going to assume Milano's coming back. So you're there, there. So I think they have to do a better job of, yes, drafting and identity, and a little bit of culture, right? And yeah. you and you ha- and you and you have to go get you have to address Stefan Diggs. That's going to that's going to really set forth where you're going. Because you, if you can't keep yeah. Stefan Diggs yeah. in your program, that means you need to trade him and then get another guy in that you're not going to replace him player to player, but you got to get somebody right under that tier. Ooh. You get what I'm saying? But but can you do like what Shanahan has done at quarterback, right? Do you need a stud number one receiver or do you trust Josh Allen to elevate a guy? Like there's a certain floor. We've seen you Mahomes feel like struggle Josh with this core a little bit more, but I feel like we've seen Mahomes elevate like a Juju Smith-Schuster to the best year right. of his career. Yeah, that's where you had to get. You got two of those. You got Vantaz uh, Scantley that showed up, right? He he battled this year. You have to really, Rasheen Rice was the number one. You've seen him develop. And you have to have patience, though. And that's where Josh Allen is going to have to really increase his leadership skills is you're going to have to be patient because if you can get somebody in that second level below Stefan Diggs, if that does not work out, right, and then you draft good, then you'll have a little bit of like of Jordan Love with Green Bay, whereas Matt LaFleur lets you know that he's his offense is actually pretty explosive, whereas there's no – you're equal opportunist. You get open, you get in the ball. And so I think that's what they they need to do. And plus they got Kincaid from Utah, who is a Kelsey-like tight end. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't put as much emphasis on the outside. Now, if he gets keeps getting better, and you bring Knox back, well, then you got two guys in the middle of the field. So I, I always say, Austin, how you get explosive? Dominating that middle of the field takes the pressure off of. All right, I got to get Stefan Diggs the ball. Stefan Diggs the ball, and then when you need him the most, he doesn't step up. This is where, like, the thing that Austin was talking about, right? That that sometimes looking over the fence, yeah, at what other people are doing. One because it should give you some insight, right? right? I try not to do it, but if I recognize that I need a housekeeper, my house is dirt. I need to teach my myself to to clean the house, or I can get somebody to do it. Mm-hmm. You're watching Jared Goff in Detroit. You would not trade, I don't think you would trade Detroit's wide receivers for any of the other group because of what they haven't accomplished yet. Right? Is that fair? That So Buffalo's excuse, <coughs> you wouldn't take Goff over Allen. No. You wouldn't take St. Brown over Diggs. Mm-mm. I don't know about that. Uh, this year? This year, I don't know. This is where you get in trouble. You had no point of reference to, to, to imagine he has the season he has. But he's been pretty good. St. Brown's been pretty good. Would you, I would take that core over Buffalo. You would like take the, the core. The, that whole wide receiver room yeah. and that tight end room. Yeah. And that's hard because I like well, that, well, that's why. That's why but I'm they asking. got Laporta. So you, 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 you're you even asking, right there. Right. Detroit has more depth at wide receiver. Okay. That's the, the measuring stick. That 
And I definitely if you think look that at Pittsburgh, right? They did it without a quarterback and still managed to be competitive. Com- competitive. So you got to look at that. Yeah. You got to look at Houston and say, okay, my goodness gracious, we all better panic if he gets another, if he gets a one A. And it gets a better offense line, right? and, and that defense start to get some, right? some dudes. Okay, so yeah. so the league is fixing itself from the from the, the top bottom half, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to get better because those people are coming. Yeah. They're telling you we coming. The Bucks announced themselves. Yeah, and you know what that's called? It's called parody, and that's what they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you would have never thought, thought Baker Mayfield going down to Tampa of all places. After Tom Brady, if you talk about two different guys and Tom Brady really was brought in to show these guys how to be professionals and here and Baker Mayfield has been fine, but he comes in, resurrects his career. They actually just fell into a, a franchise quarterback. But is there any other better player to have taken over for Brady in Tampa? Like, didn't it always have to be Baker? That chip on his shoulder that he loves so much? He's, he's, that's he's, that's he's, he's, for him. He's what's weird, that's when he plays his best. That's though. what I'm saying. I yeah. thought it would be golf. Like, I thought, like, looking at the picture, right, that Stafford yeah. golf was the natural progression for Tampa had they given real thought to it, right? That whatever, one, you don't know they're gettable. So if they were gettable, I don't know how the Bucks allow that to happen. You get lucky with Mayfield. Mayfield had an offer from the Steelers. I know we would all kind of ponder what the Steelers' season would have been like with this version of Baker Mayfield, right? Like, I would have taken – Carolina screwed it up. <laughs> you know, the thing about Baker Mayfield, when you look at it – No. <laughs> when you look at golf, it's 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 about connection, right? Yeah. Golf is thrown away. He goes to Detroit. What is Detroit? Kind of thrown away. You know, they forward – you know, they just – you know, they've had a lot of bad luck, right? Golf is like okay. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna figure it out here. You get a coach, you get a GM that comes from the Rams, and you get an offensive coordinator that's not looking down on him. What does Baker Mayfield go? He goes to Tampa, a first year play caller because remember they got rid of Byron Leftwich, so he is trying to prove himself. So he has no. So when you have a first year coordinator at quarterback, you don't have any. Like you gonna coach me. He he at, he asked more questions than the ten year coordinator. And that and because <laughs> the ten year coordinator knows and he, and like, this he, is what we're doing. And he is he is going to do his best job. He's welcoming Baker, Baker Mayfield versus say you're, um, you know, like Sean Payton. He already has a a book in his yeah. mind on Russell Wilson. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you don't come in with those like presuppositions. Right. You can't look yeah. down and on so that the, guy. So and Tampa's say, this coordinator is, is like, okay, Baker, we're going to do it. Okay, well, let's see what you do best. Okay, well then you right. know what? My book is on you. Right. And it worked out for him, right? Because he's getting get, get some longevity, right? Mm. And it's working out for Baker. So that's what it's all about. We're going to take a quick break. Come back, dive into that uh, Nebraska basketball, men's basketball mm-hmm. uh, upset victory at home on Alumni Weekend against Northwestern Wildcats. What does it mean? What did we see? And what can we expect? Obviously, just tomorrow night with Ohio hot Ohio State team coming in here. Can you answer the bell at home? Jay Foreman, Austin, DP, we'll be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.